Hey there, before we get into the episode, I gotta tell you, if you're listening live, the Decision Masters program is enrolling. The final round of 2022 begins October 24th, but spots are limited, so when we're full, we're full. So if you're ready to end the overthinking habits that keep slowing you down and really ground into what matters right now so you can make cleaner, faster decisions, book your free consult ASAP, and we'll talk all about it. All the details are at kirstenparker.com forward slash DMP. Okay, let's get into this week's episode. Holy pajoli. Oh my gosh. If David Bowie is stuck in your head too right now, because this episode is all about pressure and because you feel constant pressure from yourself, from your work, from your family, from your deadlines, mainly though, probably from like the loudest voices in your head. This is so the episode for you. You're going to love it. My conversation with my friend and client, Nina Harada, covers so much ground, but it all comes back to this idea of how can we stop putting so much pressure on ourselves? How can we stop operating in daily pressure? If you zoom out to look at the collective experience of your life over the course of, I don't know, three months, six months, an entire year, that freaking adds up. And that is not a life that you or I are trying to live. And even if you're in the middle of some intense period of your life where your kids are really little or you're in your residency or you are in a career transition and you feel like there are nothing but giant questions all around you. I just exhaled into the mic and I'm not sorry about it because I'm inviting you to take a big giant breath with me. Okay. Listen to Nina's wisdom. She offers bucketfuls. (laughs) in this conversation. We talk about how to take the pressure off of those giant questions, how to take the pressure off of needing to do everything perfectly and keep up perfect routines. She shares what alignment has to do with her decision making and it's pure freaking solid gold. She, oh my gosh, she let me know that she was doing this practice that I didn't even know she was still doing, but we talked about like years ago and she's been doing it ever since every single month. And I was floored. I'm so jazzed. And she inspired me to pick it back up because hello, I'm not perfect either. And I stopped doing it. So, so good. And then right when you think the episode is about to end, she drops this wisdom bomb, like just a big dusting of powdered sugar. Well, you thought the cake was done and complete. She was like, bam. And we talk about right and wrong decisions. And uh, it's just such a juicy, delicious conversation. Maybe I'm hungry right now because I'm talking about like powdered sugar and juicing delicious things, but whatever. doesn't matter. Oh, and I have to tell you who Nina is. So Nina Harada is a writer, artist, parent. She is the host of Real Parents, Real Conversations, which is the podcast of LA Parent Magazine, where Nina is also the digital editor. So clearly she wears a lot of hats in life and in work, and she has realized this is where she thrives. She also notes that she's a Gemini, if that explains anything. And I just want to share what she wrote to me when we set this interview up because it sums up why she chose to invest in coaching and what it did for her and what happened and what is available for you. She said, when I first sought out coaching, those multiple hats were confusing to me. I wanted all the things. And at the same time, I thought I didn't know what I wanted. But one of the many takeaways from coaching is realizing there's time for it all. If it's meant for me, it will be. This eased my anxiety. Now I'm not worried about all the things I'm not doing. I'm focused on what I am doing and just keep doing the next best thing. (sighs) Doesn't that just help us all take a deep breath 
and think maybe we can ease our anxiety too. Please enjoy our conversation. I had so much fun. I hope you do too. Please meet Nina Harada. Oh my gosh. Thank you for being on the Decision Masters podcast. Hi. Thank you for having me. I feel so honored. I'm so excited for you. I was just telling you this. I was so so excited for you to share your wisdom and your story. I just think you're like a magical human and everybody needs to know who you are and what you have to say. Well, same. Feelings mutual. (laughs) You came to coaching for a very Mm -hmm. specific like hat problem. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You wore a lot of hats. You wanted to wear a lot of hats. You didn't think you knew what you wanted. So why don't you like walk – like look back in your mind and walk us through where – what were you struggling with that you wanted help with? Well, I was thinking about it and I think I came to you twice, right? Because I came first for coaching and then I came back again when we did the the program. Yeah, the group. The group before – the world went nuts though. The, the, the uh, group that turned into the <laughs> pandemic group. Yeah. Which, oh my gosh, who knew we totally needed that for sure. Uh, even more so. But yeah, I mean, the first time I came to coaching, I was wearing a lot of hats and the biggest and newest hat I was wearing was, um, mom. And that really confused and clouded everything, but also like you know, nudged me and pushed me uh, enough to be like, okay, well, I need help around this. I need, um, let's do coaching. You know what I mean? Um, Because I also do therapy, but, and we've talked about this before too, but I do think those are two different tools. Um, And I'm all about, you know, getting all the tools in your toolbox. All the tools. All the help. I love all the things. Everyone on your team. Everyone. Same Z's. Um, But yeah, I'm not, it's not like I'm going to get coaching help from my therapist. Um, she might be able to delve into like the why of, you know, of it all, but, um, not the how and like not the action plan and how to move forward. So that was the initial, yeah. Um, initial reason coming to you. Yeah. And what was the other thing? Oh, and then I had also at that point had already quit my job, right? Yeah. This is what it was. So I was able to make the decision Right. To quit the job. That was clear. Took that leap. Yes. But did not know, like, oh, now what? Yeah. <laughs> now what do I do? I want to do all the things. I don't, I, like, I don't know. I'm blah, confused. Um, and then I feel like coaching helped me. The, the major thing that coaching helped me, I think, is actually taking the pressure off. Ooh, tell me everything. Because when you feel like it's like these big life decisions and, oh my gosh, I just quit my job. And, oh my gosh, I need to figure out my entire next chapter. Like I need to know, I need to know what it looks like. I need to know how it's, you know, um, how am I supposed to move forward in that, in that headspace? Cause it's so 100%. much pressure, so much pressure. But you don't realize that it's pressure that you're creating because it just seems like you should know the things. That's so true too. Yeah. It feels like you should know the things and, oh, I'm already failing because I don't, because I don't know. Yeah. Which is just we, more pressure. Just more pressure. The, the, one of the biggest arguments, 
I don't make big arguments in the Clarity Workshop, but the Clarity Workshop is something that you mm-hmm. can go and just purchase on my website. So you can like, it's instant access, self-directed, but it's like to help answer some of these questions and break them down and make them easier. But one of my mm-hmm. biggest arguments is if it were easy, it'd be easy. Mm-hmm. And I was in your same boat for so many years when I was asking myself these big ass questions and like frustrated with myself for not having instant answers. Yeah. Yeah. And then the and the irony, right, is that you make one step, you just make one little decision and it's and then you start creating that path and then it becomes clear like what the next thing you should do. I mean, I think that's something that you say too, like, right? Is what's the next best thing or what I forget. Yeah. Put it you put it better than me. That's what you said. I was like, what did coaching help you with? And you were like, (laughs) uh I stopped worrying about all the things I'm not doing, which I want to also talk about. And I just kept doing the next best thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Talk to uh, talk to the humans, talk to me about Mm -hmm. what that experience is like on the ground level. Cause I feel like that's one of the most frustrating pieces of advice we can ever get, right? Like let go of the big question and just do one thing at a time. It's so unsatisfying. It's so unsexy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so how? What did that look like for you in your life, like day to day, just doing the one next thing? What happened? Well, um, you know, I, you know me, I, I do like the woo woo. Like I'm, I'm definitely one for like getting into my intuition or using other tools like um, like tarot cards or Oracle cards or books or whatever. Um, and so it was trying to get a, a, an alignment with what, like what feels right for the next, you know, the next step and letting go, like for instance, art, right? Like that Mm -hmm. was like one of the big, like, you know, things that, um, I wanted to do. And there's so much under that umbrella of art, but I don't always want to do art <laughs> and that's so, and that's okay. And maybe my focus and what feels really good is, um, is, is the, cause the job hunting was the other piece that we worked on and you helped me with networking and creating like an action plan around that. And if on a day like that felt really good, then that's, that's what I would do. And then that created momentum and, oh my gosh, I sent that email and, oh my gosh, I got a response. Mm. And, oh, I got an interview. Okay. You know, and it's like, I'm not making any commitments. It doesn't mean that just because I got that interview, I'm going to choose to take this job or even necessarily go down that traditional route. Um, But just figuring out what the next best thing is, meaning figuring out what feels the best. Yes. I'm obsessed with that. And it's, and I love that you ended up somewhere totally unexpected Mm-hmm. which you can talk about next, but you could never have planned in advance, okay, this is exactly the job I want to end up in this organization that I do not even know about from where yeah. I'm standing. You just had to – and I, I, you painted that picture really clearly where it's like, I'm just going to send this one email about this specific thing because mm-hmm, it feels mm-hmm. right right now. And then if I get an interview, interview then I'm going to make that one decision – about that one interview, which is not making the decision about the job. Right. I could even decide after looking at the company or whatever, you know what? I don't even want to do this interview. Yeah. Maybe that's the decision. And that but it leads all to the moves thing. you forward. Mm-hmm. And then that's how you got to where you are. 
And I feel like that's such great perspective for everyone to like look at some situation, any situation you're in and look at the reality of how you got there. It wasn't because you had a brilliant plan that forecasted everything that was going to happen. It's Mm -mm. just never, just never the way. Never, it's never the way. I love that. I mean, when I used to do acting, a fun little exercise I would do is like, once I got some amazing gig or whatever, I would like go backwards and like and kind of trace the stuff <gasps> that got me there. And that was always so fun. Confetti for that. <laughs> Yay. Uh, because it shows you exactly what you're saying, that it wasn't like I had this specific grand plan and that's how I got there. So it's kind of fun to go backwards like that. Yeah. It's a, it's a lovely kind of two things being true at once kind of situation Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. you want to take the pressure off of this one next decision, whatever it is, being like the make or break decision of your entire life. And you can look backwards and see how powerful every decision that you made along the way to creating some result actually was. Totally. Totally. And you can end that shows you how things aren't linear, right? And it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, there's a reason why I went over here. And then that made me go over here. And now I'm here. Yeah. A place that feels really good and right. Yeah. I think everything linear in our minds is so – this is a whole different episode. <laughs> but we can talk again <laughs> yeah, part two yeah. about like the everything linear in our minds just comes from like industrialization and the patriarchy and everything that we've internalized about like things should just go in order and make sense yeah. to somebody else. And that's, it's, that it's a strong force. So it's like, you really have to unlearn it and constantly, I'm always reminding myself, life isn't linear, life isn't linear, you know? Yeah. I think that's brilliant. So where did you end up and how do you feel about the hats you're wearing now? How are you, because then now I want to talk about how you believe there's time for it all Mm -hmm. and you don't have to worry about all the things you're not doing, even though probably sometimes you do because you're still a human. So tell us where you yes. are and about your hats first. Absolutely. Um, so where I landed was a new job, new career, digital editor for LA Parent Magazine. So I'm in publishing and I get to wear a lot of different hats within the umbrella of that job. So it's kind of like perfect for me. Um it's so fun. And I get to write, I get to find out about cool, fun things that are going on that actually, because it's a parenting magazine, helped me and my family. So it's like, helps me like, personally, you know, and, and we have our own podcast that I host as well. Uh, Real Parents, Real Conversations. And, and that's we'll been link it in the show notes. Yes, please do. Every other Wednesday, a new episode comes out. And it's been a great creative outlet and, and, and an outlet just as a, um, as a parent to like vent and, you know, get it all out there. And hopefully that connects to other parents going through the same thing. Mm. Soon we'll be putting on events out in the real world, which will be really fun as well. Uh, but it's, yeah, nothing that I, I couldn't have, I couldn't have uh, imagined this specific job no. and all these hats that I get to wear. No. And then the funny thing too is, I did all that networking. I did, you know, I created that action plan and sent all these emails and stuff. And that all felt good. But of course, this job didn't come from that. Right? Yeah. Right, like, right? Like, that's always how it works. 
which doesn't mean that all of the rest of the stuff was all for naught. No, it was, it was putting that energy mm. out there. And who, and who knows? Cause m- maybe those are still seeds that I have planted that are going to show up in my life, you know, later on in a different way too. Oh, you never know. This is the wisdom I was talking about you guys. This is why we have to talk to you <laughs> regularly. But that's so true. And it's like, you cannot believe your brain's lies when it tells you the linear things like, oh, that email didn't result in anything. Mm -hmm. Therefore, waste of time. Yeah. Like, who did you, when did you like fly around the world, travel through time and then look at all the other alternative universes and like determine that it's factually accurate, that nothing came from you doing that? It's just, you can't know. You can't know. You can't know. And I think there's a higher chance of all of those seeds being planted for, for there to be a rhyme and reason, you know, for, for it to um, show up later in your life if uh, they come from a place that um, is aligned with what you want. So, like, mm-hmm. I was writing those emails and networking and, and whatnot because I really did want a new chapter. I wanted a new experience. I wanted a new job uh, to support my family. So that felt right. The way I got this job was actually from a women's writing group that I had joined just before I got pregnant. And that felt aligned at the time, right? Because I was exploring or kind of revisiting my passion and my love of writing and mm-hmm. found this group and joined. So, but you know, it there was a reason. Um, I got pregnant. I was feeling too, <laughs> too uh, sick to like go on with it, but... I stayed in that group, stayed in touch, whatever. They posted the job op for for the digital editor position. And when I read it, I was like, oh my gosh. Oh no, this is, I want this. This sounds so perfect and so cool. Um, And then it worked out. That's so good. (laughs) It's so good because what you're saying is like permission to feel okay Mm -hmm. if you don't know the answer to the question you're brain is asking. Yeah. If you don't know that, you do know other things. And I remember core values were a big, I always talk about you with my current clients because I'm like, you can put your core values anywhere. You can put them on post-its. You can create a Canva phone background, like one of my very artistic Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) But you, you were really, like your core values gave you real clarity. They did. Right? I love, and I love that tool, another tool in the toolbox. Yeah. Um, and then another tool that I just love that I stole from you is um, doing the monthly wins. Oh, for sure. Monthly yes. you know, uh, win successes. Yeah. Celebrations. Yes. And I've been doing it. It's like, it's totally a habit now. And at some point, like the first week of every month, I go back and I and I write them all down and it feels so good. Ugh. It feels so good. Okay, tell us why. Like what do you do? What difference has it you, the love that you turned it into in a habit? Oh my god, that's so amazing. Uh, and it's hard it's hard to form new habits. Um so well, you know, it, it can feel like time goes by so fast, right? And it's like, oh my gosh, all of, it's going to be September soon, right? Like we're going to be in fall, like what? Yeah. And it can be easy to feel. I mean, I even feel this way just after like a weekend, like, oh, what did I do? You know? And and you can feel that way about your your past month or your summer or whatever. Like, did I, what did I do? I didn't really, gosh, I didn't really do anything. I don't know. It's easy to kind of get down on ourselves or feel like we're not productive enough or whatever. 
But this exercise shows, oh my gosh, no, look, I did all these things or I learned all these things or I grew in all these different ways. Mm. And it just shows you how much uh, life you are living. You, cause you need to see it. Like you we need to need see it. You do. Evidence. Dr. <laughs> Rick Hansen always says your brain is like Teflon for the good and Velcro for the bad. Mm-hmm. So we need to show ourselves like, look, you're, cause look your brain will you hold doing. on to like, you failed here and you failed here and you failed here. And it's like, mm-hmm. one, like here. Mm-hmm. Yes. And when you see it in front of you, you like, you can't deny it. Why you do you know? think that that's like, was it hard at the beginning or was it, a, was it a, easy to turn into a habit? Cause I feel like a lot of people would think, oh, that sounds like such a nice idea. And then for some reason it would be really easy not to do. But yeah. you're saying it makes a huge difference in your quality of life. It makes it makes a huge difference. Um, and I, well, I just made the decision that like this is something that I want to do. So I I have a reminder in my phone. Done. So the re- easy. Yeah, easy. So the, so it, and it's just programmed the first of every month and it's a, you know, hello, write down your, your, your wins and your successes. And I have a, a specific like note in my notes app where I have, so it's really cool now. Cause I, I did it all last year so I can see my entire year, which is really fun. And then now I'm doing it this year too. What a gift to yourself. I love that. Yeah. I love that. And I love that like you just made the decision. I'm going to do just this. It. And I, I had to, I had to. Because if I left it just up to myself, like without any, I don't know, if I just left it up to myself, like, yeah, that sounds nice. I guess I'll do that. I don't think I would have because yes, to be honest, like the first month or two that I did it, I felt cheesy for sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. You're like, okay, I'm going to do my win, my successes homework. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm such a dork. And maybe, I mean, I am a dork, but um, I, and and if I didn't have like a bunch of kind of more concrete, traditional like successes, um, I felt silly writing down like, you know, said no to a friend so that I could rest. But that, but that is a success. Yeah. 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 I needed that practice word when I was first starting this business, I was living in my parents' back studio. It was like wide enough for a bed, a yoga mat, like sideways, mm-hmm. <laughs> running alongside the bed, <laughs> and then a dresser. And that's the whole width of the studio. So picture that in your mind. And mm-hmm. um, it was my living space, office space, like everything. I had post-its covering the door. And I just did this religiously because I made it easy, just like I had it in my face and I had a blank post-it up for every month already. Oh, I love that. So it's already, work's already done. Yep. It's there and you just have to fill it in. And just like you, sometimes I needed that evidence that like you made made $300 this month Mm -hmm. (laughs) because that has to be a win. That's a win. hundred like, percent. It has to count, even though it's not 300,000, it had to count. Yeah. And then everything else that you're like, I upheld a boundary or I, I, the, the month I went on a dating app, I put that as a win. Cause I was like, Oh yeah. That was horrifying. And I did it. So I'm just going on the you list. You did it. 
went out of your comfort zone. Like, I love it. Yeah. I love that you brought that up. So now I also want to hear though, because now you still wear lots of hats mm-hmm. in and out of work. You're still momming. You're still, still momming. Art- you're, you're still arting. I'm still arting. You're so how do you like talk to me about this thing that you shared learning that there's time for all of it and if it's meant to be it'll be and giving that to yourself as a like a way to ease your anxiety talk to me about how you deal with not being able to do all things at once I used to beat myself up if I had any extra spare time and didn't do the art or didn't work on my new idea for a story or whatever. And that didn't feel good. Because <laughs> you were because you should be productive or you were neglecting your art or like what what was why did you Yeah, because I'm neglect because I have all these ideas. There's all this there's different paintings and projects I want to do. There's different things that I want to write. Obviously no one, including myself, no one can do all of that at the same time. I am mm. of the belief that life is long life is long. Yes. Sometimes it can feel like it's short and time goes by really fast, but also life's life's long. I don't know. That perspective helps ease the pressure again with the pressure, um, off of me to, to be like, look, things come and go in seasons. And, you know, maybe right now I'm not in the habit of, um, painting every day or whatever, but that doesn't mean that it won't happen at some point, uh, later on when that does feel right. Mm. You know, and I don't have to beat myself up over it because other things are important too. rest is important too, especially as a mama. Um, we're, we're doing nothing. Oh my gosh. The other day I canceled all of the things and I just, I went to the beach by myself because <gasps> that's my happy place. One of my happy places. And you didn't get in trouble. I didn't get in trouble. It did like, to be fair, I was like, it was something that I kept putting off, you know? Um, yeah. so I told myself, so I was like really getting, starting to get burnt out. And it's like, I think I just need a day. And I kept not, you know, putting in my notice at work. And then finally I was like, Nope, I, I have to do this for myself. And, um, and it felt so good, like being at the beach and I didn't bring any, like, I didn't bring any projects. Mm. I, I chose specifically not to, because I'm the type of person that anytime I, like I said, anytime I have like a spare time or I have like a little mini vacay, like I bring all the things too. I bring my journal, I bring my art pad, I bring my, <laughs> my computer, I bring, you know, everything. And it's like, you know, you're not going to do all that stuff. Um, but I didn't bring any of that. Wow. I also stayed off my phone and I mean, what a concept, right? To just, just sit there and be. And literally the thought was, oh my gosh, I can't remember the last time I legit did nothing, like actually did nothing. And it felt so good. Yes. But you're so right that it's so easy to just push off and push off because it's so easy to justify the other things that come up and Mm -hmm. I should really do this or this would be a better use of my time. And I just think it speaks to how reprogrammable our brains really are. Yeah. Because for sure there was a time in your past, because you're like a human mm-hmm. in our modern age. So for sure there was a time when that would have just been unacceptable. Right. And Leave you managed to read, like teach your brain something different. Like mm-hmm. it is necessary. It is not irresponsible. 
whatever it is. Yeah. 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 I mean, it wasn't easy. Like the gears were like, like what's happening? (laughs) I love that though, because I feel like we also need to stop acting like all this stuff should be routinizable and really easy. I do feel like there's this perception we have of this like upper echelon mindful human mm-hmm. who's just like it's not hard for them to take a day to go to the beach and they don't have to realize they're nearing burnout in order for that to occur to them and i just i don't know how helpful it is i don't know so what do you think i agree because in the, and then that is just another thing that gets in the way for everyone else that makes it feel like it's inaccessible right you know figuring uh, figuring out um to be able to take a day off or the perfect morning routine or whatever it is that brings us balance and health and wellness. Like, and I'm all about that stuff too, but there are days when, yeah, I do get burnt out. All right. Like my schedule is all out of whack and I'm not sleeping, you know? Um, But that doesn't mean that it's forever. And that doesn't mean that I can't be intentional about, okay, all right. What's important to me right now? You know what? I really need sleep. So I'm going to just, just, you know, and just taking it one thing at a time. Yeah. And you can become a person who doesn't regularly sacrifice sleep at the drop of a hat for like for work or for something else. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think this like this image we have of like, I should be able to get to this level where my routine is perfect. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's helpful. No. If you're, if you're just beating yourself up about it. Right. Right. And as we change and grow, which we do constantly, hopefully, then our needs are also going to be different too. Wow. So your routine is going to need to to adapt to how you are now, to what your needs are now. Yeah. I think it kind of goes back to what we were saying about like where you, how you ever landed anywhere was never by planning it out in advance to perfection. It's also like- right. When is the last time you ever had a perfect routine forever? That's n- it's mm-hmm. never yeah. that's never, never. been because you've always <laughs> been changing. Like you say, your needs mm-hmm. have been changing, your values have been changing. So I feel like that's something else we can just take the pressure off. Mm-hmm. All about taking off that pressure. I love it. I love this theme that's arising to the surface. Yes. So are you happy with your hats? Do you have, this is just me asking now. I don't even like, we didn't talk about this. We, I don't, I don't know what you're going to say, but do you feel like you are in alignment? I was just thinking about this the other day. I do feel pretty aligned. Um, I mean, another big change that happened right after the coaching and one of the things, one of my goals was to, to get a house. Right. And that was huge. So good. And, Oh my God. And it happened. And and we live in LA it, where it's easy for that to believe that that cannot happen. Oh, that that cannot happen. Totally. And I, and I did have that belief, um, for a long, long time, but, um, thank God I didn't <laughs> completely, you know, cave and, and be like, forget it. So that feels really good that that goal happened. Now here I am living what I, you know what? It's crazy. I had that same year I had made a, um, we call it vision board. board. Yeah. And when we were unpacking at the house, I unpacked the vision board and I was like, this, what? Like one of the main pictures is the view from the park, the the hike that we went on, the Ascot Hills. 
Oh yeah. So we got out together with that huge hill. Yes. yes, yes, yes. By your house. Yes, by my house. And so that view of the at the park with the city in the background, I swear to God, that picture was on my vision board. Oh, shut up. Yes. I was like, what? And then and then there was another section that was something about, about writing LA or something like that. I'm like, oh my gosh. And now I'm writing for LA Parent. Like, I don't know. So point is, Yes, every a lot of things feel aligned. And so it's kind of this new and interesting space of thinking about what's next. Yeah. Because I there isn't like one major thing like getting a house or getting the job or whatever, you know, that's like looming over me. Um, so it's been fun to explore like, okay, what what do I want my ne- the next season to be about? Or what is the next kind of thing? Um, I do, I do think it'll be leaning back into the art. Okay. Cause I've been, I've been missing that. Um, okay. but I've been missing that like in a healthy way. Like I haven't been beating myself up about it because other things have taken priority and I like the other things that I'm doing. Um, so it all feels good. And now I'm like, all right, well maybe I'm slowly going to go back into, um, into being more consistent with with art and painting and creating. I love something that you just touched on is so beautiful that you're like missing it in a, I think you said healthy way, Mm -hmm. but it also sounds like a very lovely way. Like in the decision masters program, I teach a concept that we probably talked about, but it's positive versus negative motivation. Mm. Like really, about how do we get ourselves to do things that we actually want to do when it comes to like the health or the art or the the uh, like kind and loving communication, even if you're in an argument in your marriage kind of thing. It's like how do, <laughs> yeah. we, how do we how do we motivate ourselves? And it's so interesting to consider this whole positive end of the spectrum where it's like you can get yourself to do the things that you want to do using all of these lovely tactics that are super effective but feel way better than all of the judgment and the obligation and the shaming and the scarcity that we can use to drive ourselves to do things. And this mm-hmm. idea that you – like I love that this episode is just revealing you as like the poster child for like unpressuredness. We have to think of a better name. But, <laughs> no pressure. But it's like no, like no pressure. Mm-hmm. But – when you lift that pressure off of like, I have to be doing everything and I have to be performing at a certain level and I have to be checking enough boxes, you get to let your alignment just kind of guide you and let you know mm-hmm. like, oh, we're missing art. But like you can motivate yourself. You're Like what I'm hearing is you're motivating yourself back to art using like joy and yes. this missing feeling is like lovingly nudging you to be like, oh, yeah, it's like you know, it's like it makes you think of like when you're like, oh, I really miss that friend, you know. So then you shoot yes. them a text, or you give them a call, or Perfect example. you go on a lunch date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not like, oh, I'm such a bad friend. I like never hang out. You know, <laughs> like that's not right. Like, what text message are fun. you gonna send from that energy? Yeah, and it's like, yeah. what art are you gonna do from the energy of like, oh, I haven't done art in two months. Oh my god, I'm such a, mm-hmm. I'm such a failure. Like, what art are you mm-hmm. gonna do? exactly yeah oh my god that's so brilliant ah I love it okay so I want to ask you some questions oh okay 
So first, if someone came to you and was like, I I don't know if coaching is going to be right for me, what would mm-hmm. you say? I'd say, well, the fact that A, you know about coaching and that it exists. Because <laughs> not everyone does, right? But it's like, oh, well, you already know, which means this is a thing that you've looked into and are thinking about. It's a good point. I would say, do it. Do it. Because you're the type of person that would do coaching. Love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is a fun question. Okay. What kind of decision maker do you consider yourself to be? Well, I, okay. I used to be really indecisive. I like used to be, that was like past self used to be really indecisive. And I feel pretty proud of myself that now I'm, um, I'm like a clearer decision maker. I'm, I'm not someone, I'm not someone who's like, Ooh, I know right away, but I am someone who has done enough of the work and has enough of the tools. I'm like, okay, I know what I can do to then like be clear and and feel good about the next decision. Mm. Sounds very resourceful. (laughs) Because you talk about tools. Tools, yes. And, And then going back to the no pressure thing, and we talked about this a lot during coaching, but one of my, my favorite mon- mantras is that there is no such thing as a wrong decision. Ugh, amen to that. Hold on, more confetti. Yeah. And like talk about liberating. Well, you have to say more on that because I know I was like doing our little wind down, but what does that mean? It means, I mean, again, it's, it's like kind of what we we're saying before that whatever, it's figuring out whatever the next right move is. And say you're trying to figure out, is it A or is it B? I don't know. I don't know. Well, pick one and decide that, you know what, B is just, you just decide that B is the right decision. You just decide that. You, cause it's, it's up to you. You can choose. It's up to you to like make that choice. Um, and then you're going to go with B and, but you don't know exactly how it's going to pan out, but that's the beauty of it. And then from there, that launches you to your next decision or whatever, which might lead you over to like the A decision. I don't know. Right. <laughs> and then great. It was, that was meant to be, you know, but like you, it's just, it's just making the choice. Yeah. And realizing that you have the power in that choice. Oh, my face is freaking out right now. because <laughs> I'm like, Yes. You have that choice. Yeah, And the the greatest indicator that it is time to make that choice is when you feel that like desperate urge to just know the right answer. Mm -hmm. Like that is only, that's the only clue you need that like, oh, it's time to empower myself. Like you say, it's all about knowing you have that power. You have that choice. Yeah. To choose which one is the right choice. Mm -hmm. Uh, See, I told you. Not enough, not enough, <laughs> not enough time. Podcast, yeah. But all the wisdom. So good. Okay. And then my final question is what's the most self-honoring decision you've made this week that you want to share with us? It was last week. I was at going to the beach. <laughs> that was definitely self-honoring. That totally counts. Um, I don't know. I, this is going to sound really stupid. <laughs> but, we'll see. Um, Cause you know, I've been having like food cravings and stuff. Um, and I was on my way back from like a work thing or whatever. And um, I 
I don't know. I like at, at first, like the decision felt really complicated because I had forgotten my wallet and oh my gosh, and I'm late to get back to home. And it was, this, and I was like starving. Um, and then I, uh, I realized that I have, you can just buy things on your, on your app. So I like yeah. bought this like massive chicken sandwich on my way home and like ate it in the car. And I don't know, it, it, it seems so stupid, but it's like, yeah, I can have, I can eat whatever I want and I can, I can eat in the parking lot in the car. Like I don't have to go home and whatever, like save money or eat with my husband or I don't know, just like the normal, like routine things that we do. I'm like, I can just like buy the sandwich Ugh. and eat it by myself in the car. I swear to you, every single time someone says, this is going to sound really dumb or this is so stupid. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. Drop it on us. No, it's not. The little things are the big things. Little things. Like, baked into that choice was besides like the chickeny goodness, it was like <laughs> total self permission, like questioning of assumptions, noticing you were resisting for reasons that you didn't like, and like moving yourself to this easy. Yeah. Easy and taking care of the need. It's just a basic need. Yeah. Like, I'm hungry. I'm going to eat now. Yeah. I'm just going to do this. But it's not a deal? small, silly thing because we mm-hmm. do that all day long. We we neglect ourselves and minimize our needs and like yeah, just decide I shouldn't want that. I, I don't – I shouldn't need that. I shouldn't take up space here. I shouldn't take up time here. So I tell yeah, you, thank true. you for sharing your st- – st- whatever you call it, so stupid thing because like <laughs> it's huge and it's huge that you could recognize it. Yeah. So good. So much confetti. Um, I'm covered in confetti and I couldn't be happier. I <laughs> love it. Okay. Tell everyone, where do you want them to follow you and what for? Ooh. Hint, visual, visual hint. <laughs> follow me on the Insta at Nina Harada for, you know, life adventures, California adventures, and also at Nina Harada Art to see my art. Um, I do painting, oil, watercolor, um, a lot of watercolor lately, collage. Oh my gosh, that! I just realized it was, <laughs> I had one above me. Um, and I make affirmation decks. So you can see all of that online at ninaharada.com and then also at ninaharadaart. Love it. Your deck, I think, is by my bed, so I can't show yeah. that. But I can show this customized piece that is was a set of one of three two are hanging in my living room and it's this is not all she does this is not all nina does i'm showing a picture of no, like beautiful I, water but i do love palm trees um but yes i will i can do pet portraits people portraits landscapes i love it all and christmas is coming up if you're listening to this live and these were a gift to myself or myself i have to tell you this is the first art that I have purchased, like real art, it was a total gift to myself because I was like living in that tiny studio with covered in Amazon art pieces that I got for like (laughs) 30 bucks or less. And I was like, I want something that was made for me that I spent real money on. And it was so, so meaningful. And you made the process so Mm -hmm. fun. So yes, I mean, I highly encourage it as a very satisfied customer myself Get them for presents for people if you want, but like also just get them as presents for, for yourself. yourself. Exactly. Yes. So we'll link to all of that in the show notes as well. Thank you for sharing your wisdom. I can't get enough of you. 
Thank you for having me. See everybody soon. Bye. Hey, did you love this episode? Well, guess what? The Decision Masters program is enrolling right now. If you're ready to trust every decision you make and stop living in overthinking agony, you will want to check this out. Get all the details at kirstenparker.com forward slash DMP. That's kirstenparker.com forward slash DMP. I will see you in the Decision Masters program.